Hello and well. Okay, settle down, everyone. <laughs> settle down. I said, shut the fuck up. All right. Welcome to the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast, brought to you by Fansided and home of thelandryhat.com. On today's episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast, we are joined by All Even Podcast host and good friend Barry Grant Jr. He's part of the Grid Network along with us. We talked the playoff game coming up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady has never lost to the Cowboys, and the Cowboys are coming off either their worst or second worst game of the season depending on who you are uh we talk about the questions that are surrounding Dak and more but if you want to check out this podcast that you're listening to right now we do it live a live stream every wednesday at 6 p.m uh pst 8 p.m cst 9 p.m est and um we are joined by our live chat special guests uh, a la Barry Grant Jr. who joined, joined us on this one. We do that every Wednesday at that time. To find us, go to youtube.com slash cow, uh, Podcast or to search Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Trust me, I know I'm not good at doing a good job selling it right now, but it's really damn good and you just have to believe me. If you're listening this far into the cast already, I think you have a little inkling to believe what I'm saying. Uh, all right. Also, we're do, we do a live stream for every Dallas Cowboys game. So, uh, the next game, of course, is on Monday where we will be live streaming during the game. So please come join us. We do a live chat um, before uh, or during the game. And uh, it's kind of like a play-by-play, some color commentary, a lot of a lot of crackums if you got them. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to come check out the show to see what that is. You can check out more of our social media, etc., etc., at, uh, at Cowboys Can Fan. We are almost everywhere. TikTok, um, Instagram. I've already forgotten. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And uh, if any other uh, social medias pop up, we might be on there. But those are our four main ones. So you can either shoot us questions there, come comment on our posts, etc. A lot of fun stuff, a lot of memes, a lot of good content if you're a Cowboys fan. Um, and yeah, at CowboysCanFan.com. Uh, finally... If you're liking what you're hearing, but you like more than just the Dallas Cowboys, then you need to go check out the Grid Network, uh, G-R-Y-D, and then the word network. And uh, there's a, 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 a group that we're a part of, of these uh, great sports minds. So they talk all other sports. Uh, we here just talk about Cowboys. But of course, you know that already. Anyway, enough of me. Uh, let's get into the podcast. <laughs> Is <laughs> up, Cowboys Nation! We them boys. Crack them if you got them. Crack them if you got them, son! No! Crack them if you got them over there. A real, a real crack them over here. Hey, this is still over It's a can. It's a can. It's a can. Look, guys, I know what we've talked about. Um. Or I've I've mentioned. Oh, I'm gonna make a new, a new intro song. I don't think I can. That I kind of like it now. Me so much. The first time we used it, I was like, hate it. Not big. It was, HUD. It was different. It was different than the big hut. It's spicy. Didn't like it. Ways. Thought it was shitty. Didn't 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 like the the intro song. Now it gets me kind of jacked up. Yeah. Do you like it? Because sometimes we can go George W. Yeah. Not in this situation. No. Or, no, no, uh, no. Yo. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> you can't drop the G, the G Dub after what just happened to us on Sunday. That was wow. Terrifying. It was terrifying. That's, that's offside. Why, very offside. Hey. Maybe a little too soon. 
Give me my cam. That's yep. a, that's a, oh shit. <laughs> that is a flag. I just threw a flag on bandwagon boy one over there. What's going on, Cowboy Nation? We know everyone's still reeling out there. You guys still reeling? What do you guys, how do you guys feel now that it's been a few days that we've kind of been able to digest that shit storm of a game we watched on Sunday? I feel, uh, I feel justified in everything we said and I stand to it. I stick to it. I think, um, the biggest concern is just this fucking week now waiting leading up to it like what what happened happened the thing that was good about it is it didn't lead it didn't change anything we knew what was happening we uh, realistically we were going to be the fifth seed yeah so i so that didn't hurt but it's the fucking terrible performance just like that yeah. and it's and, and and sorry no yeah go i just want to double down and and uh say the defense when considering the odds they were put at played really damn and good. that's what i keep seeing is like people bashing the whole team where i i don't think it's fair to bash the defense i think we talk i don't really remember what we talked about yeah. in our post game <laughs> i was a little bit tipsy but uh i i thought the defense played well um the offense and special teams totally let us down uh on on the other side of that i will bring up a tweet i did see by rj o ocho from uh blogging the boys he had this tweet and it has this weird pattern that the Cowboys have went through this year. They lose one, they win four, they lose one, they win four, they lose one, they win four. So we just lost one. If we win four, that means we go undefeated to the Super Bowl now. Which is what I like to see. Which and then which you kind of want to hear. Huh? That's, what, that's the type of stat I want to hear. Yeah, but I mean, realistically, that's against inferior some inferior opponents. Now we're, we, got a, we got Tom Brady, the GOAT. Yeah. Wild card round. And then we're more more than likely if we get through Tom Brady, you're playing either Philadelphia or San Fran, and then whoever if you get past that the uh, the divisional, well then you're playing whoever just did their tournament to get to the NFC. And then if you somehow win that, well now you get to play against fucking Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Joe Burrow, right? So there's like this is it's time to get battle tested. You're going through a bunch of the, stellar quarterbacks to have to win what, this year. Sorry, do. do you, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, I just, I was adding on saying, do you think, are you more, uh, do you feel more um, like hopeful because we're not playing a rookie quarterback? You know what? <laughs> or, or a quarterback who's a backup? Realistically, out of all the matchups we could have had, I honestly think this is probably our most favorable matchup. Tampa Bay hasn't been that great. Obviously, we've talked about it a lot of times on the cast. We've never beat Tom Brady. So we're 0-7 against Tom Brady. And we're we're zero and eight in the last eight play uh, road playoff games playoff. the Cowboys have had. So the odds are stacked against us, but it's still probably our most favorable matchup of like I'd rather play against Tampa Bay than say if we would have had to play Rodgers or if we would have had to somehow play the Eagles or like San Fran, you know. So out of the teams that are there or the teams that are in the the top four seeds, Tampa Bay is the best the, to go on the road against a team. That's your best bet. Yeah, I, I think I think in games where <laughs> do we keep getting you up? I think in games, I think because I've been so conscious about how much I've interrupted him over, and I started to stop, but then so now I don't even I don't remember what I was going to say to that previous? first time, and but now I, I don't remember. You might as well finish what you're going to say because then I'm gonna, <laughs> I, I have something else I'll say. It, it, and, and and so it, it's a silly thing to say. Oh, I. I don't want to see these guys in the playoffs if you're trying to get to the Super Bowl. Exactly. 
the only time it makes sense is when it's like, oh, you could play team A or team B, and then you're saying, well, I'd rather yeah go with these guys. But like all those teams you you listed, there's a chance we're gonna see them at some point if we exactly when we beat Tampa. Bay. When when exactly? You know, oh, add you you. Well, go, I just want to say what's good, chat. What's good, chat? What's good, chat? Uh, I want to holla because be, they they're chiming in. Uh, uh, two really good points. Uh, EJ Savage actually brought up both of them that I want to say, but there is a lot of great comments going on in chat right now. We're undefeated against Tom Brady in the playoffs. Shit, yeah, we are. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not wrong. So oh, zero, zero and zero. <laughs> and then he said, uh, looking for a George W. this week and not an Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Oh, facts. fucking Abe Lincolns? That's a good one. We, we don't want no Abe that Lincoln. That is a good one. We don't want no Abe Lincoln. You know what happened to Abe? Well, I mean... We all know what happened to Abe, Abe, Big Abe L. Yeah. And I don't care if Brady is uh, not having a great season. He's over the hill. The Bucks are have, have been He's uh, always trashed. scary, dude. He's scary, I mean, man. Yeah, they're very scary. In, in the playoffs, the guy playoffs, the Play. guy has more playoff wins than any other quarterback. He has more quarter or Super Bowl wins, more Super Bowl MVPs. Do you not think that the guys in that locker room going into the postseason get an extra kind of kick they're like we got we have the goat look he is not the type of quarterback that needs to rely on his dominant strong arm yeah he's a smart football player and he's happened to um been able to pick teams or make sure teams build around him so he's not taking a lot of damage yeah in his and career. he's seen everything there's he's not anything everything. and we are our, our d's kind of you know we're getting a couple guys back we're getting lve and jonathan hankins back Woo! but our cornerbacks are a little bit beat up. Uh, we signed uh, Xavier Rhodes, who they're saying might even get some playing time. Mullins got absolutely abused ag against the commanders. I think the reason he was playing is Deron Bland went out with an injury early in, in the game. So that's back, though, now. Bland's back. LVE's back. Hankins is back. On the offensive side, you got Bayadash is back. Our run game has been horrendous since he went out at center. Yeah. Isn't that crazy how one oh, person man. can affect... It's the because you can it only, even affected Kellen Moore with some of his play calls. Yeah, well, look, you can only start you, you can only cover so many holes. Yeah. yeah. So a uh, player goes down there. There's a going to be a hole open somewhere unless someone can fill that. The crazy thing is by his by him getting injured and the Cowboys totally suffering on the offensive line. It just proved his worth by so much more. Yeah. Well, I think centers. It's the centers are probably the most unsexy position in football like, by far. It, it's not even on a scale, but. That I, th I mean, it would be nice to see that position get that same attention that uh, left tackles got a couple ten ten or so years ago when they they kind of moved their. Um, it's weird how it kind of jumps around a little bit, hey? From like, from position to position, yeah. and 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 I, I think it, because it's just not exciting, it might not get the attention. But those, it's it should be known that that's a, such a pivotal position. That play, that guy touches the ball every single fucking time. Well, Travis Frederick, when we had him for his run before he got. Uh, uh, I forget what the what disease he came. I think a Julian Greer syndrome or something it's called. But he ended up having that, and he kind of he came back at one more year after he kind of beat it. But the guy was so dominant, and he he was the first time I had we had a center that I was like since I had been a Cowboys fan that was actually a good center, right? Yeah. So I was like, man, this this it's important. It's a fucking important position that kind of gets overlooked. You got to think too. You know why it's so hard to find a good one is because. What kid is out there <laughs> wanting to like O line? I mean, it, it's if you want to play football and you're that body type, then that's the position that you play. But I couldn't imagine anyone 
like it's not it can't be fun yeah. quote unquote like obviously it's fun enough that people do it but when you look at what a wide receiver or a running back or even a cornerback or linebacker get to do yeah. it's like no every play you're face to face with this guy well it's like set, hanging out of his pants it's like centers are all guards that were like fuck maybe i should just start snapping just in case yeah, yeah. and then there's a better guard than them so then the, they're like, oh i can snap though oh he can snap okay. okay you can play center yeah, yeah. and then they just get really good at it yeah so, so the the comp the competitive pool even though you get to the nfl it's all elite. they're all elite yeah it's still it's it's not as strong as like a like those other positions yeah. were so uh we have on tonight a special guest whoop whoop uh He's definitely not a stranger to this podcast. How do we not have like a soundbite for Barry yet? I just got this one. I was about to give... You just fucked my promo. I was giving him a WWE fucking promo. You can still go. Ladies and gentlemen, Barry Grant Jr. of the All Even Fucking Podcast. It was just coming out. guys. Barry All Even. What up, what up? What's up, man? How you doing, man? So that's my unshowman-like little brother who totally fucked your... <laughs> WrestleMania intro that I was giving to you. I've fucked. That's up. all right. That's all right. I'm sorry, Barry. We need to know how are you feeling. There it is. There it is. <laughs> you got your own. <laughs> oh, I was about to start going. <laughs> I like it. That was way better than ads. <laughs> no way. I was gonna Jim Ross's fucking ass all up in here. Hey, you'll have more. I'll more get it. Th- Don't worry. The okay. next time you're on. I will. I you're gonna get. You're gonna get a we primo s- intro. We saw what you could do as oh, Macho Man. Yeah, so. exactly. Thank you. Hey, I gotta ask all Barry. Good, Barry, good. I gotta ask you before we kind of go away from this game. We'll give you kind of the last thought, last take on the Commanders game. Uh, I obviously we did talk to you a little bit post game there, but what we now that you've had a couple days to think about it, uh, what are your thoughts coming out of that game? Just the same, man. I, I think you know what we saw out of that game was just not what we expected, <laughs> right? We expected this team to be sharp, try to get into, you know, try to finish the season on a high note um, like we did last season. But obviously, sometimes that can be fool's goal, right? Like, you know, we beat the shit out of the, out of the Eagles last year, week 18, and it really didn't do much in the playoffs. So yep. I hope that this is a wake-up call for them to be able to, you know, look at each other and say, listen, we're not as good as we think we are and we need to do some work. We need to get into practice. We need to have a good week of practice. Practice? Um, practice? You're talking about practice, exactly, Barry? Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, there's a a lot of things can can get done in practice, man, and, and preparation. And this team, I think a lot of times they they believe their own hype a lot. Yep. So, you know, when they, they play down to their competition, yeah. And this is not a good Bucks team, but they have a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's the problem is that, you know, they can look like dog shit, but they still have Tom Brady. So mm-hmm. this is a team that can be able to maybe score nine points, but they can also hang 38 on us, too. Yeah. So, you know, that they, they have to be prepared for everything, everything. No, I couldn't say it better myself. Uh, the one thing that I will say about the Commanders game, do we maybe feel like we weren't giving Washington, like I'm not even saying the Cowboys themselves, but as fans, were we maybe not giving the Commanders as much you know, respect as possibly they should have had? They did beat the Eagles when the Eagles were undefeated. Yeah, they had this terrible four-game lose streak after they tied with uh, the New York Giants. But in my opinion, I still think the Commanders would have been a, a better suited playoff team playoffs than the Seahawks. 
Yeah, I mean, think about it. They they won what seven, eight games this year. Yep. And they really didn't have a quarterback. Right. Man, so, if they get you know, a quarterback, look out. Honestly, look yeah, out. This is this team is literally legit a quarterback away from being really good. They they still guys have to remember that that defense is still pretty decent. Yep. You know what I mean? Like they don't, you know, you don't beat and they them even down. have everybody again. They didn't have yeah. all stacked up against us. Right. Their defensive line beat the hell out of us last week. Beat yeah. the hell out of us. So, you know, that's a testament to their to their players. They have good players over there. They're well coached. Ron Rivera is a good coach. They have a decent running game. They just need a quarterback. Yep. So, you know, it's it's it, in the National Football League, I think what people tend to forget is that all of these guys are studs, right? Yep. And yep. at any given Sunday, you can be able to lose and get embarrassed. So I don't I hate when any team doesn't go into a game prepared in the National Football League. This is not the NBA. This is not high school. This is not you know, any one of those peewee, like this is football. You got to play. You got to be serious. You got to be prepared to tackle. You got to be prepared to finish your tackles, you know, be disciplined in your, in your, in your, in your, uh, your, your, your coverages, all of that stuff. You cannot fall asleep in the national football league. And too many times the Dallas Cowboys do that. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. We're going to hop into some Tampa Bay stuff, but before we jump into this, AJ, you have a clip for every Cowboys fan out there, we have a very devastating anniversary today. It has been eight years since one of the worst Down moments the in Cowboys history. So we're gonna get all the bad. We're gonna get all the bad stuff out of us here. This is the this is the only bad thing we're gonna see from the Cowboys this week. It has been eight years since this awful loss. The awful no catch. Did Des, did Tez catch it, Barry? Of course he fucking did. <laughs> of course he did. And, and the thing that bothers me, right? The thing that really bothers me about that fucking catch is that he did it right in front of the ref. Yeah. The ref was right there. Oh, man. I was in the funny thing with that. It, it's fun when Alex was playing the clip in the pre-show for us. He was just playing and he was just staring at me. And it's like Mike McCarthy's challenging the play. I'm like, what's he what's he playing? <laughs> like my what play is Mike McCarthy challenging? And then I hear it. I'm like, you fucking bastard alex i've seen he's like he pulls it up i'm like or adds like show it to him i was like man i've seen this i've rewatched this play so many damn times but i just had to give it a little bit of onus because it in the last since i was a fan that was probably the most heartbreaking thing i've seen as a cowboys fan and i hope that's the the worst thing well, we, we can see we about it ha- we even have a little uh des bryant uh trophy in our, our oh, yeah. not trophy well, just a statue trophy. you mean a toy? <laughs> a toy a toy that's what you're calling a statue <laughs> <laughs> a des bryant trophy statue toy a madden 17 <laughs> um but collectible des had something to say here uh he goes <laughs> so he put a, a series of tweets here uh the game changed forever on this day i caught it obviously referring to the catch. In, tw- in 2014, I had all the odds stacked against me. The position I put myself in, it's no uh, w- um, in it's no way they were going to let me catch that catch stand. I was winning in the most honest way in life. Kind of just off left field, very Des-like. Yeah. Then someone says, uh, ball hits the ground and pops up. It was a continuous catch move. Did not have possession. Easy call. <laughs> Des replies, no, I popped the ball up with my fingers. Go get your eyes checked. So, <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, obviously he's still feeling a little bit. Yeah. If he's feeling it, which I still, anytime I see, it, I can't, I can't believe that was eight years ago, to be honest. That that's the most, right. that, that's I the know. craziest part about it. That, that right. was, that was eight years ago. Like, 
Oh, hi. I'm fake Jerry Jones. Whenever I'm relaxing in my office, I like to listen to the sweet serenade of my favorite Hawaiian tunes while I check out the latest Cowboys Can Fan podcast. This one has been a gooder. Anyways, these boys need to pay some bills, so hang on while we get through some ads. Well, now that those ads are finally over, we can get back to the podcast, and I can get back to salting my McMuffins. How about them cowboys? Not, not That's crazy. crazy. Not to stay on, on Des, but just a question for you guys. His career just fizzled right out. What happened? He was he was always he was a big bodied receiver. Des was never known for his blazing speed. He was a a, a he was a contested catch guy. He was a strong guy. He had that Achilles tear when he went over to the Saints. And then that was kind of going to be his last shot. And then people just kind of went away from him. I still think he probably could have had a couple years in a role. And I don't know what happened behind the scenes. He was trying to, there was years that he was saying he was waiting for the right moment instead of maybe just signing with a team. But I mean, the guy was dominant for like, I'd say there was three years there that the guy, if not the best receiver in the NFL, top three easily. Yeah, I, I think I think Ant, what happens to guys like this, you know, you kind of touched on it is big guy. He's not wild athletic. You know, he was strong. He was really, you know, a bigger receiver. But those guys tend to not age well. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like, you know, especially, you know, he had some injuries. And once those injuries start to pile up yeah. and then if you want to continue to play on the outside and you're not getting separation, there's really no need for you. Like he wasn't willing to convert to an inside receiver. So there's really no need for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's sad. He, uh, Des Bryant, probably my, for, for me, I would say he's probably maybe not my favorite cowboy ever, but top three for sure. I just, I, I there was people that hated Des because you'd see him going off on the sidelines. He wasn't going off. He was just a fiery motherfucker. And that's passionate. He was passionate and people just, always were taking it or portraying it the wrong way. And I don't know, I would kill for a Des Bryant on this team right now. Well, I mean, listen, every time a, every time a receiver shows passion, it's them being a diva. But when Tom Brady is throwing tantrums on the sideline, it's passion. It's yep. he's, he wants to win. It's all bullshit. It's funny. I'm the opposite. I see like a receiver going. I'm like, fuck yeah, throw him the ball. I see Brady do. And I'm like, what a pussy. Shut up. Like, <laughs> you're such a little or Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, shut your fucking bitch face. You have the easy, like not the easiest position position in sports, but like the most babied position in sports, right? Like yeah. you're literally, obviously it's a very, very, very hard position in any sport, but it's like, they definitely get the majority of the calls. And I just hate when I see one of those guys yelling at the refs, it drives me absolutely bonkers. Nah, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's a, a, a little similar, but it brought to mind like, um, like uh, I, it, it kind of it would always bug my dad, and I so I kind of like took, took it from from him. But like it would bug me how players play a game, football for example, extremely competitive, and they're out there fucking at war, and then they're expected to come in, settle down, talk to press, be, yeah. be it's like. These guys have to psych themselves up to like essentially go to war. Is is like yep the vibe you're trying to? Well, they're jacking them. So they're up. getting up. They're getting up. And now you expect them just to. I, I'm always amazed at players that can do that. Well, I loved I loved the the Richard Sherman with Aaron Andrews right after he knocked the ball out of Crabtree's hand. That was one of the coolest. <laughs> That's one of my favorite. That was one That's of the one best. Of that was one of the best interviews ever, man. And well, everyone's like, man, he's going off. Well, yeah. Imagine the adrenaline going through. He just beat a, a division rival in a massive game, and he was basically the reason 
they just won. Like, uh, Yo, he, uh, why he wouldn't you be fired too. Oh, it was awesome. He's like, I'm, I'm tired of disrespecting us, man. So she was like, who? Crabtree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was so, it was so good. That was honestly probably one of the best post-game moments ever. But He's but Alex but Alex is right. Like, these guys are expected to uh, go out there. And then you see them, like, I mean, a lot of these guys know each other and played against each other for years, if not in the pros in college. But to actually, when we had Sam, uh, Sam Leaf on the other week, he was saying, Barry, that uh, his um, client, Osa, Odigizua, mm -hmm. was asked to take a picture with one of their other clients who was on the Vikings and he was an O-lineman. And also was like, no, I'm not taking a picture with him. Like we're about Facts. to, we're but we're about to go play against each other. I'm not going to be his buddy right now. Like, right, I which, like that. Oh, that's awesome. I like that. I thought it was I like that. I thought it was yeah. even afterwards. He's like, I ain't taking no, no it was pre -game. Okay. It was pregame, which I just thought was. I was awesome. just trying to. That, I was just trying to start a. That, that's the intensity you want, and that's the intensity these damn cowboys need to have going into to Monday, or or we're gonna see a freaking repeat. Can you get that the, the money line and stuff? You had the yeah. you had the betting odds on. I just want to read that real quick here. Okay, I so think it's minus two. Yeah, so it's minus two. Cowboys versus Bucks spread is Dallas minus two point five. Cowboys versus Buccaneers. The over under is forty five and a half points. Cowboys versus Buccaneers money line. Dallas minus one forty five. Tampa Bay plus one twenty two. Uh, the Cowboys are seven and one against the spread in their last eight games following. Uh, an ATS loss, and then the Buccaneers are four and one ATS in their last five playoff games. Cowboys Buccaneers picks. We're not going to click them because we don't care about their picks. We're all going Cowboys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what does ATS mean? I I don't know. Uh, I think against the spread or something. Again, oh, yeah, against okay, the spread. Okay. So they're they're so both both uh, have been against the spread basically. The Cowboys and the Bucks. So eleven we'll and two the, in the break last. The, break this down for me. Dallas is. Favored? Uh, Dallas is favored okay. right now by two and a half by two and a half points, which is crazy. A field goal. Yeah. So usually they'll give this if it's a really close game. They'll usually give the home, the home team, team the home yeah. team like two point five or three, yeah. and that means it's basically even. But because the Cowboys have it, the Cowboys are technically favored. Mm. If this was the home team that was two two and a half, you'd be like, okay, there's Vegas is thinking it's pretty even. And and we've we've seen a bunch of different Cowboys uh, teams on both sides of the ball come out and play this year, right? We've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. And they have the spread at 45 and a half points. The uh, <laughs> the over-under. Yeah, the over-under, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, I mean, the, you got to think back. Well, so week one, what was it, 19 to 6 or 19-9? 19-6, yeah. 19-6, so that was only, what, 25 they hit? and then But then week one of 2021, it was like, it, they went way over that. So it, you never know. They're, both offenses do have... The firepower, but both offenses also have the the power to completely just uh, crash and burn. So I I don't know forty five point five. I'm not betting on this game. I'm actually I'm going to tell you guys right now. I'm not doing a bold prediction. I'm not doing a score prediction this week. Wow. I am not going. I this is the least confident. I'm usually I'm usually jacked up and super confident. I do not feel that way at all going into this game. I'm I'm not ready for the season to be done, and I'm I'm a little uh, I'm a little nervous. So you're not doing a score prediction and a bold prediction? No, I'm just I'm staying out of it this week. Barry, Barry, Barry can take it. I can't it. blame you. We'll get to that later, but right AJ, now AJ's not happy with that. That's okay. He doesn't have to be. <laughs> no, well, um, we are in the heat of it, so let's just keep talking about uh, Buccaneer Buccaneers Cowboys. We're getting those those three injuries back, uh, those three players back from injury. Does that make you feel conf more confident? It must, obviously, just yep. because we're getting starters. But are is it 
for me, I'll just say it instead of asking in a question form. Yeah, thank I you. <laughs> and Barry, quit, quit beating around the bush. Barry, I'll throw this at you. I think that that those were the obvious holes that we saw, um, and the issues with defense were was right up the middle, and it was when Hankins went out, and then LVE, as Anth already mentioned, LVE, we never really praised him too much, um, and I kind of jumped on that bandwagon. But you do see when he's not on the field. And I'm not saying that that's not easily replaceable, but certainly not with what we have available. So does that give you a little bit more confidence or is that just like shoring up the side of the ball that really has never been an issue? And what we really need to worry about is are we going to get the 40-burger offense or the or the uh, field goal offense? Well, I think, I think both sides of the ball matter, uh, AJ. I think, you know, uh, LVE coming back, uh, I think Hankins is coming back. So all of those things are going to matter. You know what I mean? In regards to trying to shore up, shore up our, our, our front seven, shore up the, 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 the run stopping, you know, we're, we're not great at it, but they're also not great at running the ball either. Mm. So something has to give on Monday night, right? Something has to give. So we'll see. Um, the biggest thing for me is I want to see what gear or what mic are we get? Are we going to get a guy that is intense, um, ready to play, or is he just going to look like another guy? Because, you know, a lot of hype came into the season about Micah, everybody comparing him to LT. And listen, that's like, that's like, you know, Allen Iverson being compared to Jordan. Like when you talk about the best football player, at any position, there's only one person that everybody says. It's yeah. Lawrence Taylor. Facts. So for you to be able to talk about comparisons to that guy, yeah. the game changed because of LT. That guy was intimidating. He spoke to his teammates. He was a leader. He got into people's faces. He was a he was a beast. I don't see those things out of Micah. So we need to see something from him. He doesn't have to get three sacks. He doesn't have to be a but he needs to show some fight. Do we need to get him on cocaine? Like Barry, do we I'm, need I'm, to get him on cocaine? Yeah, something, something. <laughs> that, you know, he gotta, well, he gotta do something, man. Well, because he, he gotta, he gotta show some life. You can see how frustrated Micah was after the last game in his press conference. You could, you could just see there was like a, it was the. Uh, Angst and frustration was bottling up in him there. You could see with some of the uh, comments this week, I don't care about any stats. I'm in playoff mode right now. If I'm Micah Parson, Parsons, I'm thinking if I don't do something this game, we're not playing next week. Where The rest right. of the season's like, okay, I'm going to follow information. I'm going to do what my assignment is, obviously. But like, I think we are going to get a different level of Micah because – you will probably if something's not going wrong, we'll probably see him maybe snap at a teammate. Possibly, you'll you'll like what like I think he's just he's just ready to. I don't know if I see that in in him, but I don't I, I don't <laughs> hey, know. Hey man, if you want to be, I'm a I'm a firm believer that you a get in your face type in a situation like this isn't a bad thing if it's done. Here, I'll get in there with you. Crack, Crack with you, Adam. Adam. Um, I'm not. I don't think it's a bad thing. I, especially in you get in, if you get into the playoff scenarios. I think getting your teammates up and going, like Barry said, you some of the greatest sound bites in NFL history are Lawrence Taylor. Just him talking to teammates and opposing players, and the dude just like Barry said, sh struck fear into people and. Is Micah that guy yet? We don't know. This is a, this is his opportunity to start becoming that guy. You you know what makes a great 
leader or 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 a um, maybe not makes a great leader but is definitely needed for a, a great leader is the ability to say you're going to do something and then do it yep to go yeah. to come back to the team and say i'm going out there and i'm going to get the ball back for us and then you go and do it like that's majestic shit. oh or, yeah or uh you know, often there it is. Fox. AJ's alarm is. for whatever reason. Like, good, good thing. Yeah, it's six thirty. Well, well, welcome to being a podcast host, AJ. <laughs> the the uh, the the quarterback who throws the interception and says, I'm, "We're gonna go score this," and then he goes and throws Scores a it. perfect fucking. Um, you know what that's called? Downs. And this is a good segue into what I want to talk about. That's called confidence. And you know who looks like they're l missing a little bit of that right now. Our quarterback number four, Dak Dakota, or is it Rain Dakota Prescott? Rain Dakota. I, I've man, everyone knows. Anyone that's tuned into this shit knows that I've been a pretty uh, big, I guess what the, what they say online, Dak, Dak rider. rider, Dak rider. Uh, you're, you're you're a Dak apologist. I, I'm a Dak apologist, <laughs> but it, it, dude, it's getting it's getting kind of tough for me, man. And I need to see it. I need to see it this this postseason for me to to keep defending this guy. This last stretch of 12 games or 11 games of his, it's just getting harder and harder and harder. I watched, I did, I fucking went through every single game, the all 22, and looked at every single one of his interception. And for the most part, they're, uh, the majority of them are on him. They are on yeah. him. So yeah. it's getting tough to defend him. I really hope he can, I want him to get a good, I want him to have a good game in the wild card round and get some confidence back to have him feeling, I think a big win over Tom Brady would maybe kickstart them emotionally to be able to then go and go a little bit deeper in the postseason. I saw I saw a tweet. I can't remember who it was from. Forgive me. Uh, I would love to give the guy credit, but he said that he is if Dak goes to that podium after a loss to the Buccaneers and says the same bullshit that he says every week. We got to be better. I had we better. We got to be sharp. Like that is going to make the nation snap yep. because we keep hearing the same nonsense out of him. And there's a lot of times where that's fine, right? That, that, that can be able to kind of calm the waters, but there's a lot of eyes on Dak Prescott. There's a lot of eyes on Dak Prescott right now to play well. You know, he's had some, he's had some really bad playoff games and he's also had some really good ones as well. So who is he? Is he the 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 quarterback that played so well in Green Bay and then you know we ended up losing, you know, because of the field goals or or is he the the terrible quarterback that went against San Francisco last year? Who is he? Who is he? Yeah. So we we're, we're, we're really going to find out exactly who he is, man, because you know I I don't want I want to see a clean game from Dak Prescott. I don't want a cheapy mm -hmm. I don't want a cheapy intercept. I want a clean game for my quarterback that's all i ask though I, I really want that man i i i need this win <laughs> I'm, i i just need this i need this win man yeah. uh we had talked about it the cowboys obviously have never beat uh tom brady and they're eight, seven yeah and they're eight or oh and eight in their last eight uh road road playoff games but playoff. i honestly think I feel like this could be a turning point for Dak's career. If he can come out there, beat Tom Brady, get a little bit of confidence back, have a nice, clean, crisp game, not have these throws where he's throwing an out route and throws it, I think here's one right here, throws it a little bit 
his receivers either playing inside leverage and he throws it to the uh, to the outside, or his receivers playing inside leverage and he throws it uh, to the outside. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He does the yeah. opposite of where his receiver's supposed to be. I just I want to see a clean game, and one of the main re- ways to do that is maybe let's try to utilize these two running backs that we have. One of them's a pro bowler, and the other one's a bruiser. I really think we have to try to lean on them, even if it's not working. 15 carries for Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott wasn't enough last game, obviously. We had three 10 and outs. That is never going to win you a football game. And then we had a couple crucial turnovers in the special teams uh, part of the game, and then that pick six that Dak threw. You know, you know the 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 thing that I've noticed about Dak, and I, I want to know if all three of you guys have seen it, is that when we are in our own territory, Dak is extremely fidgety. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. fidgety. Yeah, yeah. But he's extremely fidgety in our own side, and that he throws some of the worst passes when when we are in our own territory. And I think Kellen Moore needs to recognize that. And needs to use the the short intermediate passing game as the running game. You have guys like Turpin. You have Pollard. You have Zeke. Zeke can Zeke has hands. You can give him the ball in space, and he can make something happen. You have to allow these guys to to try to get some yards after the catch. You have C.D. Lamb, who's one of the best receivers in the game in regards to yards after the catch. Use the weapons that you have. Use that intermediate passing game. Use that short game and really start moving the sticks. You don't have to be so predictable and so boring offensively. Like everybody knows what we're going to do. Run the ball on first down, we get no yards. Run the ball on second down, we don't get no yards. Or we get two or three. Now we're in third and long, and now you're expecting Dak to make a decision when he's very fidgety in those situations. So make it easier on your quarterback in regards to the plays that you're calling and the playmakers that you're giving the ball to. I I actually don't I, I agree with everything you say there. I don't really care if the Cowboys run a fundamental playbook type of football. Just right. then become experts at that. Drop everything yeah. else. And that means you stick, yeah, we're running it on first and second down and then we're gonna throw it. Okay, but then you just become so good at that that it doesn't matter that they know that that's what you're gonna do. And of course, once in the once in a while, you can take the top off. Right. Well, but. My, my problem with their first down plays when they throw it, they don't do high percentage throws. They don't. They never. Sure. They never do. If you're yeah. going to throw it on first down, you need to you need to pick up yards because as soon as you throw it on first down and you don't pick up anything, you're immediately hey, behind the down and distance. Uh, passing first down for four yards, it's fine. That's fine. That is fine. Yeah. yeah. But it's like I I watch so I I. I'm going to say it again. I got the all 22. It's a big deal for Woo! us, Barry. This is a big deal because in Canada, with our streaming devices, when you pay for the Sunday ticket or whatever yeah. it is, you don't get the all 22 footage. So I, I basically got a VPN. Am I, is, it, is a VPN legal? Like I can say I have a yes. VPN, right? So yeah, I, yeah. I, VPN I, is legal. I got a VPN and then I ended up uh, purchasing NFL Plus so that I can nice. have so that I can have the all 22. So I've been going back this last couple of days and just been watching a few things. What the hell is AJ doing? I don't know. We, guys, he said Canada. It's tr- you have to stand <laughs> oh, yeah. up and salute. Yeah. Every time you say Canada, you have to stand up and salute. <laughs> this is a Canadian it's thing. A Canadian. <laughs> I hope we were actually going to get people believe us. <laughs> uh, but I've been so I actually went back and watched the all twenty-two of the Bucks game. 
in week one. And I'll say this. What, what did you watch it on? The All-22. I don't all know right. if you know I have All-22. <laughs> uh, but I went back and watched that, and there is no way we can play worse than what we did in week one. Right. Yeah, we looked yeah. We looked worse than we looked against the Commanders, against yeah. the Bucs. We, 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 yeah. we bookend our worst <laughs> games of the season. Yep. No, yeah, we did. You're right. We 100% did, which I, I don't know if that's a good thing that we looked so bad against them the first time. Maybe because the only way we can trend is up. But we looked awful. Dak looked so uh, nervous. His passes were off. He had the interception, and then he obviously got hurt. But yeah. it, the offense had no juice. The defense, again, played quite well. They, they only gave up 19 points, uh, minus the fact that Leonard Fournette ran for 100 yards. The Bucks didn't have another 100-yard rusher the whole season. Right. So, so we can't play worse. Yeah. What, I got a question for you guys from uh, EJ in the chat. And before I get there, uh, there was earlier on when Ant said he had no confidence in the team. It kind of created a big stir up in oh, chat. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, the Anth is, You're in that pot, baby. Anth is... Anth has been Mr. Optimistic with the Cowboys, so I think the chat all season, right? Uh, give him a break. Give him uh, a break. <laughs> so they were a little turned. Like they were, they didn't know what to do. I gotta say the truth. I gotta say how I feel. I feel nervous, which yeah. is which is great. No, nervous is fine. They thought you had no the no confidence in this team. I don't. Did they not watch last? Oh week? no, I know. So that, <laughs> did they not watch last week? I, yeah. I'm, I'm, and, and listen, that's why I'm nervous. To, to, to Ant's credit, right? It's only Wednesday. Like yeah. he may end up Friday comes, you know, you'll get a little bit more. Well, no, very. It's, that's true. So that's I've, true. I've, I've known, I've known him for how old are you? 35. So I'm trying to think how old you are. You're my younger brother. I've known him for 35 years. He'll be, he'll be nervous with no confidence today, but come Friday or Saturday or even Sunday, for sure, Monday when we walk in, he's like, "Boys, we're fucking taking it. <laughs> Let's go." Tear his shirt off, shock it a beer, and because he works off tomorrow, we're fucking getting yeah, that I bu W. I booked, it, I, booked, I, booked, I booked Tuesday off, Barry. Um, <laughs> I like it. I like win, win, lose. Right? You yeah. got to take off. <laughs> okay, so EJ Savage says, "Can we get? Can we get to the actual problem with our offense? Lack of good run blocking and Gallup being a no-show most games. And what's with Noah Brown getting the second most targets yeah. on the team? Yeah. And okay, I'll actually yeah. say now that we brought that up, I got a couple. I got a couple answers well, EJ, to that. EJ brought it up. No, well, sorry that EJ yeah. brought it up, but I. So Noah Brown, while watching the those interceptions that Dak threw in the all twenty-two, three of them were basically forced passes to Noah Brown. Uh, the other thing about the run game, we're getting Biadash. Uh, I say his name at different every time. Badass. Uh, we're getting Biadish. Biadish. We're getting Biadish back. Thank you, Barry. That's going to help. Like That's been a turning point. Once he went out, our our, our run game kind of went down downhill. Tony Pollard yeah. has not had a good game since the... What was his last good, like Tony Pollard's last, like really good game? Let me look that up real quick. The, the not It wasn't the Vikings. He, had, he must have had a decent one. No, he had a good one against the Colts, I think. I think he had yeah. a couple touchdowns he, against the he, Colts. Didn't he play good against the Eagles too? No? Yeah, no, I don't he, think he, he had. Did he, he play had, against the Eagles? Yeah, he had nine, uh, 19 for 75 against the Jags was his last kind of like quality game. But the it, Colts, he had a decent one, didn't he? Colts 12 for 91. Yeah, that yeah was, and a couple two, touchdowns. And two tutties. A couple but yeah, that's a, good, that's a good game. And a receiving touchdown, I thought. Uh, yeah. I, I Sorry, I only got his running. Uh, it's all good. But, but yeah, me. Eagles and Commanders, just two two bad games and, and even the jags it was a noticeable uh a drop from his last two games so there. i agree we got to get the running game going Average man we got to we got to rely on running and just i don't know there's a lot of shit we got to do man there's a lot of shit if i'm going to let's go around here barry okay. if you had to pick one thing that we had to do to beat the bucks on monday night one thing like what is the main thing like 
a certain player has to play a certain way. We got to shut down someone. What do you think is the main thing we got to do? Composure from our quarterback. Yep. That's it. I like it. You just think Dak just needs to look look the part. Just look the part, man. Yeah, just dude. do what you're supposed to do. Don't look fidgety. Like it, that's the thing. When I watch him, man, it just looks like he has zero confidence. And and for you to force feed passes to a guy in Noah Brown, that's literally he's a blocking receiver. He's not somebody that's ever going to catch 80 passes in a season. So he should never be used like that. If you want to give him four or five targets a game, that's fine. But I need to see C.D. Lamb get 15 to 16 targets every game. Hell yeah. That's how it should be. 15 yeah. to 16 targets. He should not have eight targets, nine targets. He should have 15, 16, 17 targets every game. No matter for what. Everybody that's say, you know, saying things about Gallup, we got to understand the guy's coming off an ACL injury. It's going to take him this entire season to get to get right by next season he's going to be a completely different gallop he's going to be back to normal but acl injuries are tough man hey, so uh, you know I, I would love to see ty kind of get get those those receptions or those targets that noah brown is getting that's what i want to see definitely yeah yeah rebuttal in the chat about acl tears ej savage brought up that chris godwin is uh coming off an acl tear and he has over a thousand yards Obviously, different different systems. When, but remember, when, when he, he, start, it? he started the season very very slow though, and when did he, he wasn't looking so good. And when did he tear it? Because I'm, I don't right. I, I don't know when he t tore it, but Gallup tore his in week what was it sixteen or seventeen? Yeah, it was late. It was it was, it was one of the last games of the season. So I, it, it if if Godwin was a little bit sooner in the year, maybe he's had two or three months more. I don't know. I'm just I'm just going and also of too also too. Let's let's keep in mind. Godwin's a better player. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's really good. Yeah. He's a better player. Uh, okay, uh, AJ, you want to go or you want me to go? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> I think we've seen, first of all, I think on the Good wide points, Barry, by the way. Yeah, on the, Thanks, wide, on the wide receiver note, the Cowboys, they've covered it up. But if we just take a step back and look high level, look how many wide receiver trans um, movements they made throughout the season. They were never confident that gallup was going to be gallup well they signed ty hilton what a month ago right washington like they, they they were whether or not it was just for uh publicity like i wouldn't put that past jerry but they were in that the obj talk so um you know but past that we've seen the cowboys play well on both sides of the ball just not at the same time often enough um, and we've seen the defense win games and the offense win, win games. What they need to do is have that come together on the same time and do it for four games in a row here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they're in a position of a lot of players and as a team, uh, players individually and as a team, they're, they're facing adversity. So hopefully they have a strong voice in that locker room who can get them to get to people to the those who need it who aren't able to capable enough to do it themselves, uh, which is not a weakness at all, but help them take that and use it as a strength to go out there and prove people wrong. Right. Because yes. some, they are football players and they're physical, but it does affect you, right? Like you get enough people saying shit to you, whether it be online, even if you think it's silly, well, it doesn't matter. It's still in effect. Well, there's proof of that. Trevon Diggs, how many times has he blocked his Twitter and then let it up? And then, so obviously they do hear noise, yeah, right? Like yeah. they hear the noise. And that gets in your head and then that can affect you. So having, I'm just hoping like that's, I think 
if it's a little uh, not really on the field, but I hope that there's I hope that it, within the locker room they're coming together as a team and talking about these same things that we are and like we they are the they have shown if we saw the that combination of strong defense strong offense together that's the best team in the NFL. I don't think anyone's stopping that team. They just need to actually do it. They just need to do it. Ad, you want me to go? Are you still mulling? No, no, I, about? I, you got one. No, I can go. Uh, I definitely think that we got to shake Brady up early on. Oh, you motherfucker! Uh, so I uh, <laughs> stole it. I stole it. <laughs> yeah, well, Stanton was just like stole it. Two down, stole one it. to go. Yeah. <laughs> the, the 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 fact of the matter is, is you got Tom Brady and uh, Mike Evans coming off of a pretty uh, a pretty decent last couple games together, and then it's playoffs. So this is Tom playoffs, Brady's playoffs. domain. We have to shake him up early. We have to get him frustrated. We have to get him yelling at the sideline for breaking up his marriage and all right. of that. Like we have to get him. <laughs> Micah get him Parsons frustrated with his offensive line. Yeah, yep. yeah. Micah Parsons and D. Law, uh, Dono, Dorrance. They all have to get in his head because if we allow him to start picking apart our secondaries with fucking Mullen back there, like we're we're it's Which not. I don't know if Mullen's gonna play, but I know what you mean. But so yeah. yeah, so what what are we gonna get for our secondaries, right? Yeah, like, I mean, there's only one T Diggs out there, and even T Diggs might have some struggles. We have no clue. So hit him, punch him in the nose, uh, and let our offense work because it's all hearsay. If our offense can't do it, so we have to play both sides of the ball, and our offense has to. I think, like Barry said, get it to Ceedee Lamb more, like just force it down Ceedee Lamb's throat. Stop trying to fucking get chemistry with players that can't produce the yardage yeah. Schultz's Schultz's our safety guy Schultz needs to get into those four or five yards on that first D have right. you th have you thought like sorry to cut you off at but I'm just no one sort of cut me off it's it's fresh in my head be when you brought it up is does it seem like the Schultz Dak connections not as uh not as, efficient this as this year as it was last no, year? I agree like, yeah it feels I, a little I, bit off because I think Dak is off yeah yeah which is off uh, and and so like yeah it, it we need to do to Brady what Dak is playing like right now. Facts. Like, get, we, get, like, get rid of his confidence. <laughs> so, Listen, like, both quarterbacks are playing like shit, and something got to give. Yep. Yeah. Something so, got to give. And it's either going to be. It, I wanted to see a gun. I've wanted to see a gunslinging uh, event from Dak this year. I want him to come out like fucking Wyatt Earp at the OK Corral and just start shooting people's faces off. Not and me, it, and it hasn't happened. Now I, I now I want to see him just do fucking. Well, yeah, real no, nice, yeah, okay. real nice soft tosses. <laughs> I real nice. Every time, this is the first. I said this last week. Uh, this is the first season really that I've watched him, and every time he drops back, I'm like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. <laughs> and then and then and then. What flashes in my mind as we're laughing about this is that fucking dime he throws to Ty. Yeah. It's no, like, I don't want him to not do that. No, you need to still. You still need. His <laughs> you gotta have the confidence to but do his, that. His issues in most of his interceptions have been these out routes and then uh, yeah. like and then post uh, patterns in the middle of the field. I don't know what it is. He, he's either overthrowing his receiver and throwing it into the the cover three guy. Or he's throwing it directly to the the, the DB on the outside. Yeah. He just can't yeah. make those are those have been, and then the other ones. So those I would say they're the majority, and then the other ones are the ones where the receivers have tipped it into, yeah, uh, the other players' hands. But those two types of routes, those concepts, he just doesn't have it this year. Last two Not things. Sure. Before, last two things before we move on to your point, Ants. One, crack him if you got him, boys. Yeah, crack him if you got, got him, son. Get it in you, kid. Ooh. And two. 
I think, like, I, unlike you, I'm very confident this week. I like We're it. coming off of a loss, a pathetic loss, mm. a pathetic performance. That defense is going to be fired up. So I, I absolutely think our defense is going to show up. So, yes, this is probably the most pressure that Dak Prescott is going to have on him right now. This is his, uh, this, this is this, a leg this, this is a legacy game for him, man. It is. 100, yeah. 150%. I will be wearing my number 4 jersey. Shit, yeah, you will. Because I am confident and I want to I want to give all the cuz I know fans specifically uh podcast hosts on the number 1 Dallas Cowboys podcast uh in the world woot, woot. can help <laughs> alter the game with positive vibes. So I, I'm, I'm going to wear my I'm double down. You got You have. You're gonna wear this one. This, well, thing's, gonna, this, this thing's gonna look like a fucking muumu on you. It's massive. Yeah, great. <laughs> okay, I'll be in style. I'll be in style. Tuck, French, French tuck the front shirt. Make it look stylish. You'll be no, good, doggy. Tape, tape the sleeves up. Hey, if it's long enough, no. I go. Uh, if it's, it's long enough, I go no pants. I'll go get. I'll, no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. I'll go ask Riker if you could borrow his. Yeah, Zach Prescott, 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 my son. Adds, adds, my my eight, my nine year old son. I'll go kid. get it. I'll go get it for you, AJ. But you know. But you know, I, he'll be going to school wearing uh, a Cowboys jersey and a Cowboys hat and I'll be saying go out there and, and, and make sure you're 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 beacon off to your hey, friends and hey. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell him I'm gonna go over to him I'm gonna be like Uncle Ant says if there's a kid wearing a Brady jersey you can punch him in the face yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right to get suspended in some regards uh, okay punch him right in the dick yeah punch him right in that dick hole uh, what do you got, Ant? Okay, I'm going to go a little bit different. I'm not going to go offense, defense, or special teams. I'm going to go Mike McCarthy. I can't All see right. any. I like it. I can't see any mental errors from the coaching staff this game because that is just as important as anything on the field. The way we handle timeouts, the way we handle challenges, the way we handle the play calling in the two minute drive last year against San Francisco, we ran a fucking draw play with 14 seconds left. We can't have. <laughs> I can't have mistakes like that. This has to be with my, no timeouts. We talked about Dak Prescott having a legacy game. This is Mike McCarthy can't have his ass get handed to him on Monday night. He, I, in my my belief, I said it all year. If he didn't make it past the wild card round, he and Jerry came out and said he's not on the hot seat, but it should put him on the hot seat. You always yeah. need to be advancing. You can't go twelve and five both years and then fizzle out in round one. So my thing for us to win is Mike McCarthy has to coach the game of his life. Uh, yeah. I, I don't want to, uh, but this might spawn into it. Spawn so it. So, uh, sorry, AJ, before you do that, I have to. Hey, yo. Hey, hey yo. dogs in the house. So, uh, regardless of what happens in this season, uh, we look forward to a bunch of contracts and a bunch of money and this coaching scenario. In me, in my mind, the Cowboys are, are at a crossroads after this season. They oh, either. Yes. They either. Yes, they new are. New coach. New and and blow up the team essentially. Keep the parts that are really important. Uh, uh, Diggs, Parsons, uh, C.D. Lamb. Do you keep Tony Pollard? I don't know. That's a rough. It's gonna be uh, tough position. But or do you get as much picks? Uh, they're in that position. I. I, I the everyone only, knows what I'm the only about. issue with that AJ and I do agree with you. But you'll find teams usually do that when they don't have like three very good young players like you you only have a window with Diggs, uh parsons and cd lamb as being so it yeah. completely blowing up the team i do know what I you're know, saying you know what it's the i guess in my mind i'm thinking video game style and you're I'm mad like, and you're like oh i'm like six, trade value six seasons only two hours away let's just yeah. through this <laughs> but but it's all but he, absolutely because you 
because I that, but that's the point is like <laughs> it's the trade value. Okay, if you wait a year or two, now the trade value goes and it, and then you end up doing the same thing. Yep. So I'm kind of a band-aid rip the band-aid off and let's do it guy. But I don't want to. This is my. I, I this is my. This is my Dallas Cowboys team. Like yes, I, I'm new, so like these are my boys, and right, you know, yeah. it's that's rough. It's not like they're. I know it's inevitable that you know eventually um, it's not going to. But I don't want to see fade away. I can't wait for the thirty or so videos that we're going to do in the off season about uh, uh, AJ uh, GMing the get Dallas Cowboys for next season. <laughs> like all his like scenarios. You're definitely going to have to give him a segment, man. Oh AJ yeah, the GM. <laughs> It'll it'll be and it'll all be Madden specific. <laughs> well, well, what do you think, I, Barry? I, what? Uh, but, nah, listen, I, I like it, man. I have two things that I think one is one is for the game for Sunday. Yep. And, and going for the playoffs. Monday. The other one pertains to Dak. Okay. So the first one is about Micah. And it's about Dan Quinn. Micah. I think it's time for Dan Quinn to take the restricted plate off of Micah and let him be the hybrid player that he is. Yep. He's not a edge rusher. He is a hybrid player. Ray Lewis was never put at edge rusher. He's a middle linebacker, right? He dominated at middle linebacker. Let Micah be all over the field because if you put him all over the field, it's hard to game plan for that. You can game plan for an edge rusher. You can triple team him and all that other stuff. Hold him all fucking him around, day. If you move him around, it's more it's harder to be able to game plan for a guy like that. And you give him more confidence to be able to make plays. You have Leighton Van Der Esch, You've got the other guys coming back. Move him around. Let him go and attack in different situations, man. That's the one thing for the for, for this game and just the rest of the playoffs. I want to just see him be the hybrid player that he is. I like that you said rest of playoffs, insinuating yeah. we're fucking taking those yeah, bitches dog. down on Monday. Yeah, listen. Yeah, boy. I'm, listen, I want to see them win. I'm not, I, I look, Brady is Brady, right? I, I have my nightmares about that man, right? But we are the better team. We have to show that. Yep. You know what I mean? The what? next thing is Dak Prescott. I think if Dallas, they need to stop gaslighting us as fans. If you really think that Dak Prescott is your guy, he's your franchise quarterback, then behave like it in regards to the weapons that you give him. Mm -hmm. Let's let's talk about the timeline. What was it? Three years ago or two years ago, Dallas was three and five. Dak looked bad. They traded for Amari Cooper. The team takes off. Became playoff right? a team right you then and him, there. Right. You give him the best route runner, arguably in football. You got, you know, it's it's Amari Cooper, it's it's Cooper Cup, it's Devontae Adams. Those three are the best route runners in the game. In the game, right? You now take him out of this season. Dak looks lost without him because you don't have guys that run really crisp routes on this team. CeeDee Lamb is a great talent, but he's not a great route runner like, like Amari Cooper is. He's a better talent than Amari Cooper is. He's not a better route runner. That Dak needs somebody that runs precise, crisp routes. And if you want him to exceed or, or, or succeed and excel, you need to go get him DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, that'd be epic. Go get him DeAndre Hopkins and go <laughs> get him somebody that can be able to be a route running receiver that can be able to get separation and, and be good no matter what the quarterback is. You need to get him somebody that does time routes 
and runs their route tree to perfection. That's, that's exactly what Dak that, needs. That's exactly as you were saying that. That's exactly what uh, Bryson from Carving It Up podcast said in the in the chat. D Hop is yeah. available. <laughs> so what? Right on the same page as him. Why right. is Bryce is my guy? Why is uh? What's up, Bryce? Why is um route running so important having a person you get separate you get separation it's, it's aj it's it's timing it's timing so routes are are normally timing everything like if you got a guy that is fast and over the top you can throw that over the top and hope for the best but timing is everything and that's why cooper cup is so good cooper cup is not a burner cooper cup is not strong but Cooper Cup is going to school you when it comes to those first five yards. Yeah, him and you're not going to be able to school him because his footwork isn't is impeccable. So, so that matters. It, it matters. It, it uh, right. And I um, what I want like does CD Lamb his type of receiver does um, well, he's mostly does a he, sl slot guy, right? right? He needs the open. Yeah. He needs open space. So where Amari Cooper and these other guys they can line up out wide. And the way that they're going to be where where they're supposed to be all the time, or and if they are at that spot, they're going to be able to sometimes be there with a yard of separation, which is yeah. massive in the NFL. But does it? But does uh, do those players? And I think I, I'm I believe that the answer is yes. But those players improve the game of a guy like C.D. Lamb because oh, they're yeah, hundred percent yeah. The, the, 100%. A lot of the schemes are set up because they have a player cutting at this part in the field. Because it's going to open up. If that read's not available, then it's going to open up the the other read, and it's important that they draw the uh, DB away from that. Uh, I, I'm thinking of a Madden play. No, but I know head, so. I know what you're the, the, on the podcast prior to this. Like, there's season, more to the wide oh, receivers than just for catching sure, a than ball. just catching a ball. You got to think these guys are battling every single play. It's a chess match. They're on a one on one chess match with the guy they're going against, right? So is that they're setting guys? Sometimes they're setting up. They know, say on the first drive where they got scripted plays, you know they talk about this kind of stuff. They might try to set a guy up for something in three or four plays. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the the Chris, if mm -hmm. what they say about wide receivers is you you should be able to run crack him if you got him. You should be able to run. Say you're running like the route tree. Your first three steps should almost look the exact same. Yeah. No matter what route you're running. Yeah. Right. And then you you go from there, right? So most, and Amari most of Cooper's the great awesome. receivers, most of the great receivers in the history of football weren't burners. They were great route runners. Think of Larry Fitzgerald, especially and longevity. Larry Fitzgerald, Jerry yeah. Rice. These are dudes yeah. that can they can do it for so long because they don't need speed. I mean, Jason Witten, right. one of the slowest fucking guys ever right. to play in the NFL, <laughs> had a long career, very successful career because the guy knew how to run routes and he knew how to deceive the d defensive backs. By Marvin little, Harrison. Little, yeah, exactly. There's just it's it's just it's such an important position or uh, such an important skill at that position. And yeah. at the start of the season, we all wanted Amari Cooper to still be That's, on this football so, team. So, yeah. so in hindsight, in hindsight, would Amari, would, would Amari Cooper, um, you know, we're at the end of the 2022-2023 season now, regular season, would Amari Cooper have improved the Cowboys play, yay or nay, throw, yes. it, throw it, it out? Hun yes, I, 100%, I agree yep. too. Okay. 100%. We didn't do anything even with the money we saved from him. That's true. Well, Peters... Yeah, I, I guess. But you could look. It's the NFL. Yeah. You can fucking, you can shuffle and find ten million dollars under a car. My issues, and also too, also too, we gotta remember, right? They drafted that kid fucking Tolbert third, to be a factor this year. Third yeah. round, and he wasn't. 
So that really that really that put the the kibosh on the plans because like, oh we can get rid of Cooper because we're gonna bring this young kid along. He needs time, yeah. a lot of time. Well, is so, he gonna play? <laughs> I I hope. I hope they I have. I hope next season. Uh, I would be, hope. If, if you got be. a guy that you draft and he can't play two years in, it's time to cut bait. It, it, su- it sucks when you see them draft somebody and you don't. Like, I want to see him get a couple of plays. Like, literally, yeah. he's he should have the nickname scratch, of Ghost. Man. He yeah. should have the nickname <laughs> of Ghost instead of T.Y. Hilton. No, his nickname's Scratch. <laughs> scratch. Um, <laughs> you got some questions? Yeah, well, I got, a, I got a question while you're bringing someone else up, and this is for this is from EJ Savage. I have a question for everyone on the show. Rank these players from the most important to least important should be getting them back for playoffs. Uh, Bidas, Hankins, and LVE. We'll let Barry go. Oh, so rank man. them in the order. Which one's the most important? Rank them in order. Uh, wow. Wow. Biotish is one. <laughs> I said Biotish. Yeah. Biotish is one. LVE is two. And Hankins is three. I, I'm going to agree with that, too. Uh, that's pretty much uh, the the run game, the snapping, is such an important part. LVE has yeah. been way more of a help and more of a uh, asset this season than I thought he would have been. Uh, you've noticed it with him out and then another big body. Yeah. Obviously, it's good to have him back, but that would be my order, too. I'm happy to have all three back. But that, yeah, exactly. that would be my that would be hey, my order too. That, luckily, right. we don't have to pick. Yeah, right. <laughs> you yeah. can yeah pick two of these three to come back. If, fuck if Mary you had kill. to, yeah, okay. Fuck, <laughs> hey, hey, fuck Mary kill. If ha- <laughs> <laughs> but if you had to only bring two back, oh, uh, well, that's I'd, a good one. It'd be the top two, I think. Yeah, it'd be yeah. Biotish and LVE. Yeah, I guess yeah, that makes the most sense. Look, the, the, it's a little bit of recency biased, I guess, because we've saw we saw the offense. Putter right out from the get go, um, so I guess that's like yeah, we need help on offense. Anything that anything can help. I, I have a question. Out of all the guys that have been injured this year, I know this is that like it's never going to happen. But if you could one player that is out for season right now with an injury, mm. which one do you think would have the biggest impact being on the team right now? Jordan I, Lewis. I, yeah, there's there's I think there's pro- pro- probably three guys that could be one A, one B, and one C. Yeah. So what are you guys? Barry's, I mean, Barry's got Barry, Jordan Lewis. I'm going the opposite side with Brown, but uh, just because I watched him more and hated him more, based off I'm just I'm you know I'm bandwagon on ants <laughs> and my <laughs> not obviously he's a cowboy. I love the I love the dude, but I just so I don't know. So you're going it's Brown? a love hate yeah. relationship with Cowboys Nation. Trust yeah. me, we all feel the same about about Brown. We all do. Uh, yeah, so Brown, I would say. Yeah, I just do. because I think that that's like I'm going Terrence Steele, baby. Terrence yeah, Steele, yeah, that's a good one. Ooh, Terrence Steele, damn, he was that's that guy. One. That guy, yeah. if he would have played the rest of the year, I think he would have made a push for the the Pro Bowl. The guy was playing pretty well. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, he should have made it anyway. He should. He, I mean, yeah, up until the he was pretty much he How, had to be close. He would, yeah, I, I don't need to say he's, mine because he's really AJ good, said man. mine. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with AJ. I was gonna, I was gonna say, uh, Go I was ahead. gonna say Steel, but no, I was gonna, I, I'm oh, sticking oh. with you. Ben Wagon's boy, he's unite. BW one and two, there saying let's go. Just fa- fact of the matter is, I mean, and 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 it's sad that we're saying Brown, but like, obviously we've struggled in that area with. Like, I don't think he was as bad as people let on him. Yeah, he got burned occasionally, but fuck, he's not any worse than what we just playing out there. I just see with the emergence of, I mean, it wouldn't have happened, but with the emergence of Bland. Yep. And uh, 
you know, Wright's hit or miss. Yeah. Okay. Like he's shown some really. I, I, yeah, I like Nashawn Wright. I, I do. I, I do like him. I think he has a little potential. And he's got I, that body type. His body, really man. Good. Yeah. He's, he's got the, four, man. He's yeah. a beast. He's if, a monster. If he can put yeah. it together and like give him time, but um, he's had some really good moments and then he's had some really bad moments yeah. where, you, where you see right. his number chasing someone too much. Yeah. But. He, he, he's definitely one of those players where you're like, fuck right. And then you're like, yes. Yeah. Yes, but fucking Bland, right. Fucking right. Bland is <laughs> Bland. I think is really interesting. Bland's been awesome. If he gets, nah, Bland's the, good. Man, if he gets the right development, just think we got Diggs and Bland. But that's what. Uh, but so, that's why I, I but just that's think why Brown there would exactly. would help to yeah, exactly just give us a little bit more of that. I don't know. The best part about guaranteed that, floor. The best thing about that is, like Barry said, with Jordan Lewis, that guy's back next year. And I know we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but that's what we do on the Can Fan Podcast, Absolutely. baby. He's special, man. He, they, it's like we have like next year with everyone healthy. And I mean, there is a couple guys that are going to be hitting free agency, but like our young group of DBs, there's there's some there's some guys there that are looking pretty damn yeah. good. Everybody yeah. better yeah. stop trying them. Yeah, stop trying them. Stop trying them. Stop trying them. They say. And I crack him if you got crack him. If you got him, crack him if you got him. They they say, and I believe that there's a lot you can teach in the NFL if you have those physical traits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're working Definitely. with the best people, and they can unlock some uh, some talent. I, I I don't know if it's super relevant, guys, but there's you know I think it's worth bringing up because it's fun. Cowboys Micah Parsons rips NFL players, and I don't know if he actually did. He's, he's not ripping the, he, I, I the know, NFL it, it, players. It's a clickbait. Inarguable all-pro team. So it's more at the people that vote, like, voted. Yeah, and, he, and it's, fuck that list. Well, uh, yeah, I'll say they, it for him. They, they also didn't put, yeah, there you go. That That's, man, I'm, I'm in playoff mode. Fuck that list. Like, that's... So what it was does, it? Explain it, this it list. doesn't matter to him. It's the all pro list. It's the guys that, like, so that's the list. The, all pro is what matters. That's the best players. Pro right, means right, fucking right, nothing. Right. Okay. All pro okay. is the best of the best of the best that season. And that's playing in the season, not like over a series, not like that's a, the, for a 2022 20, season. Right. Okay. And he didn't make the fucking list. I guess not, man. But uh, they do say only two off ball linebackers. Yeah. And I'm, I think it was Fred Warner and Roquan Smith were yeah, the two. Right there, right there. So I, I bet you Micah ends up being on the, there's, there's the all all pro team one and all pro team two. He'll probably yeah. be on the all pro team. It, it give, who gives a fuck though? Realistically, like right, exactly. Who no, gives I, but a shit. Who gives a fuck? Two- <laughs> <laughs> what is that's that a, one? That's a that's a no, that's Barry. That was a Barry. That was oh, Barry. <laughs> two- <laughs> that's awesome. It sucks during not sorry. It sucks when we, whenever we have a Zoom guest, we don't we don't do sound effects because for whatever reason, like if I play sound effects, you won't be able to hear it the way it is. Yeah. So we just kind of go local. So that kind of it, it, when you ran them, it's like yeah, we, that's right. We do sound effects on the show, <laughs> but um. With I I love the attitude. Oh, me too. Right? I love the tw- I love it, man. I'm in playoff mode. Yeah. F you double star that list. You know, and, that, and that's what I want to see, man. Yeah, you, I like and that. you you mentioned that earlier, Barry, and and that's the thing is like, um, I think Micah's in that point. He probably still feels like a young NFL player, even though everyone looks at him to expect veteran stats out of this guy. He's a second. This is he just finished yeah. his second full year of of NFL football, and right. But I think it's appropriate now to be at that cusp where it's like, you know, you're going to be good or you're going to be great. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And he can start to manifest a little bit of that leadership if it's within him in his own way and hopefully become um, on that player because third year. 
I mean, you're an NFL. Yeah, you're you're a vet at yeah, that point. You are. You are the yeah. the average NFL career yeah. is three years. <laughs> yeah. So at three yeah. years, you're you're a vet. Four years, you're ahead of the majority of the guys that have ever played in the NFL. Training wheels are are yeah. off. I'm not saying they were ever on, but I think this is a point, and it kind of is a very appropriate time that he could. You know, we don't we won't see what's happening in the back, but I but I think this is the time where he he can fill that Leadership void and, role. And, and come in and yeah. be that voice. And he's got lots of support around him, obviously. And if Michael Parsons speaks, everyone's gonna fucking listen. But right. he does have those. He's been able to play with uh, uh, Coach Lawrence, and D Law is I think that he's been that leadership voice for him, a guy who's fucking played in the NFL at a high level for. What his entire career? Getting close. Yeah. yeah, he's always been. He's always been really good. The, D-Law's the always been a beast. Third season starts for them Monday. Yeah, so like, shit. Yeah, yeah son. The, everything else is inconsequential. Like, exactly. It, nothing matters. Yeah, nothing matters. You, you, do or die, you, baby. Do or do or die, baby. Like you, we lose Monday. We're Don't out. Don't so, even. So my, my, Micah Parsons needs to. He knows what it's like to be one and done. He had. He felt that last year. Facts. You now need to be talking to yourself all this week. I know what that was like. Ain't ha it is not, not going to happen. And I'm not going to let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is, you know, the one thing about young players is that we see it all the time. We see guys have pretty decent rookie seasons. Then there's a lot of expectation on them year two. And then they don't really meet that expectation. Right. So Micah, 11 sacks through 11 games. And then the last seven games or last six games, he he only had, what, two and a half sacks or something like that. So uh, this guy is, he understands the pressure that's on him. He's frustrated. He's trying to make things happen. And, you know, it's this is where legends are made. This is where you get your, your money. It's not about all the regular season BS that you can do. It's about how you can be able to imprint your dominance in the playoffs and you know that's what it's all about. That's yeah. what Cowboys Nation is looking for. And no one, we don't no care about. You can get thirty sacks in the regular season. If you don't do that in the in the playoffs, I don't care. If we it come out, if me. we come out and Brady doesn't get sacked once, we're fucked. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, if exactly. we don't, if we don't you get give to him Brady, time, he's gonna kill you. We're done. Well, like, that's yeah. that's facts. Well, where do you guys think? We have this, uh, and we have the CBSSports.com article. Like, I don't want to be uh, able to talk Tuesday. Now, this is written by one dude. So, if you if you have a a, a quarrel with this, um, Cody Ben, go Benjamin. go after Cody Benjamin, not us. But he's ranking. <laughs> we're gonna look at this, and, and we're gonna make our own comments. Ranking the 2023 NFL playoff QBs. Okay. Um, List of 14. But we got to guess first. Where's Dak going to be? Yeah, exactly. Where's, right, Dak, where's, where's, where's Dak going to be on this list, boys? I'm going to have to say mm. I looked already. Fellas. No, you didn't. I did. Oh. You fucking bastard. Yeah. And well, don't, yeah. don't ruin the I've surprise. Never, I, I know. So, so I can't. I, I looked because you put it in there and I got curious. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay. So, so Barry, where I, do you, I have to go last. Yeah. You, yeah you, well, you don't get to go. <laughs> I, I have to go last because I'm going to pick the right I'll answer. I'll tell you what I thought, what I thought he should okay. be. Okay. Barry, what so, do you think? So I'm where, going where, first. Yeah, where out of where out of the 14 quarterbacks left in the the playoffs? And is we Dak and we know you're an actor, so even if you're lying, we're not going to be able to tell. <laughs> um, damn, I would say Dak is 12. Wow, really? Yeah, 
Okay, I need to I need to think here. I need to think. Let's let's do something here. Okay, so and and, and part of the game too, we can't take we can't take somebody else's number. Barry took my number. You were gonna wow. say twelve? Yeah. What? No okay, so you got twelve. I'm gonna do a little bit no, of thinking. No, no, I can't. Barry took twelve. Okay, so what? You're gonna say eleven? No, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a little nine. <laughs> you're gonna say nine? See no, that? No, no, hang on. Oh, hang on. What? You're gonna look at the article two no, now? No. Ten. <laughs> A tan, a fucking tan. Gentlemen, he's you're ten. going ten? ten. Okay, so I'm gonna think he's got to be ahead of Kirk Cousins. He's got to be ahead of Daniel Jones. He's got to be ahead of Brock Purdy in my mind. Who else right. is in there? He's got to be ahead of Geno Smith. So there's okay. at least four dudes. So that's putting him right in ads range. I'm gonna that's put him in the top ten. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna prices right you and go nine. Oh, you pussy. Okay. Okay, and I'm gonna. You're gonna scroll and read what, because what, you what, cheated. What did you initially think? No, you'll. You, what I, honestly, what I initially thought was six. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But so I AJ, knew. You sticking with six? Yeah. Because, Since uh, you already know, I mean, you do know, so I, 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 I didn't know. Ask you. No, no. I, I said uh, I was a great actor too. I can't stick with six guys. I'm sorry. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but I thought. But I I said that, and then I as I was reading, I was like, oh. There's a lot of talent in this. In these, and there's a lot of there's good a lot dudes. Of, and also, I was like, oh, super recency bias. I've used that term so much in this podcast, but I love it. I hear a new word in a podcast or on a YouTube <laughs> yeah, uh, video just, I'm watching. I use it that week yeah. every time. Yeah, but okay, I, I totally knew. I totally knew he's gonna get shafted. <laughs> so let, so let's have a look here, and 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 we'll go through. Let's have a look. See? Relatively, uh, Barry, can you see as well? Yeah, I can see it. Okay, cool. Uh, fucking. Number don't, one, I don't think don't there's disrespect any disrespect. My number CTO. one, and <laughs> number one and two, one one and two, no no questions. No questions. There. Uh, so for the listeners, yeah, one sorry, was sorry. <laughs> if you're listening to Spotify, <laughs> fuck you. You should be listening on YouTube so you can see what we're showing you. Uh, one is Patrick Mahomes. Two is Josh Allen. No surprises. Three, Joe Burrow. Four, Jalen okay. Hurts. Jalen Hurts has four. Five, Justin Herbert. I, I would I would put Herbert. At, I would put Herbert at four. I honestly, Truth. I would have trade. I think I would have switched Herbert and Hertz. Also, Hertz having a great season, but it's yeah. not because yeah. he's the like. It's be because of other things than his strictly his quarterbacking ability. Right, he's, the guy's a, a phenomenal athlete. Yeah, Tom Brady, Brady at six. Okay, Lamar Jackson, fair. who I forgot was even in the playoffs because right. he's been out of the NFL for so long and hasn't really had right. an impact. Uh, Brock Purdy at eight. <laughs> Brock, listen, Brock Purdy is balling right now. He's balling I, right I, now, but I don't know. He's never. I guess you'll see after this. Yeah, after yeah. this postseason. Yeah. You know, again, people will believe in the hype. I'm, 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 I'm kind of on that train too. I'm not gonna lie. Is it, no. is it the quarterback or is it because he has a, a Pro it's Bowl this, team on, on offense? Nah, I, I honestly both. think that he's played a really good quarterback. He's man. been he's be very poised. He's been a lot better than Jimmy Garoppolo with that offense. I'll but say that. I think he's the. I think he's the franchise quarterback. I, I don't agree. think it's Trey Lance. Mister, Mister, not so irrelevant. <laughs> See yeah. what I did there? Just oh, a, a yeah. thing about Brock Purdy is you. It just lined up that the scheme and his skill set is just clicking. And he literally has Pro Bowls at every level. Absolutely Kittle, everywhere. Kittle, yeah. Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Debo. Uh, Oh, you said yeah. Uh, tr uh, the Trent uh, Williams, like literally that yeah. that offense is fuck. Nothing against him. Super punchable face though. Look at that face. Oh. Yeah, would, would you say? Uh, would you say? And and you can't say the Cowboys, but would you say outside of all of the teams that San San Fran is one of the scariest? Teams? San Fran's the scariest team. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're the scariest team. Honestly. They're the scar They're they're definitely the scariest team. Most in well, the well rounded. Trevor Lawrence. I forgot about Trevor Lawrence. So what? Maybe okay. so. Did Ad get 10? There's no way. Is he? Did Barry get 12? Kirk Cousins! Get the fuck out of here! Come on, give me 12. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. It's going to be 11. Give me 12. Oh! Oh! Dak Prescott.
Prescott Dak Prescott sandwiched between Kirk Cousins and, and Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Daniel Jones slipping in like, hey, stranger. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I agree, agree with so that Kirk Cousins the, I think, there. I think they gypped him with Kirk Cousins. You think so? Yeah. I think that's an unfair. Cousins, I think everything else is arguable. Cousins yeah. has had some playoff success, though. Yeah, but you uh, like when you look at Fair enough. Could, it should be like divisional stuff. Like if if this quarterback has beat you in this season, they you should be a high, higher than both of them. Like Kirk Cousin didn't even Kirk Cousin didn't even put up any touchdowns when they played them. Yeah, I, yeah. I the only one I, if if Dak was at ten, I could have. I the only thing I'm really kind of I even can make an argument for Brock Purdy. Kirk Cousins, I just I don't know. Well, technically, well, I, uh, I mean, listen, guys, we have to we have to think about this list differently, right? They're talking about signal callers. Yep. So how guys call the game, the poise, mm. how they have their offense looking, all of those things matter, right? We're not just talking about head to head and how Dak looks at times like signal callers. Dak hasn't been he hasn't looked that confident as a signal call. Can you put year. a Lamar? Can you put a Lamar? A Lamar Jackson ahead of him then? Because I think Lamar kind of f- well, fits well, into that too. Like I don't think Lamar's. Well, Kahuna in the chat saying that I Tua and mean. Lamar should both be voided because they're they've been injured and, well, and they've been struggling. Yeah, I mean it's it's tough. It's it, it's tough to make a list of of the of the guys if you're gonna you know not include guys or disqualify guys. This list, so this list. Gotta is, put them somewhere. Crack them if you got them, AJ. Crack, this crack list is going to get a lot more clear after this weekend, though. Can you scroll? Who, who do we got Facts. at 13 and 14? Um, oh, fucking dog. So, Geno Smith. Oh, yeah. Tua's not, Tua's not even playing. No. I feel well, bad. He's not playing. I feel ba- bad for Miami because them with Tua is a completely different Man, team. And Miami, here's the thing with Tua. This injury is very scary for Tua. Yeah, definitely. Because it's the second or third? Third. It's the third. Third. And, third. and I watched, uh, if you guys remember the NHL growing up, Eric Lindros, uh, big Canadian hero salute. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he was a monster on the ice, a huge player, and his fucking career, NHL career floundered and was plagued with concussions and this concussions. was back before yes. they even Steve young this was back before they cared enough to keep players off so imagine how bad he actually was <laughs> right. he's walking around like rocky all the time yeah. punch drunk as fuck so so to to a could like i i really hope this isn't the case but i have to say it because we're chatting this could be something that ends his career takes they need to shut him down him. aj yeah. they gotta shut him down yeah they have to man dak at dak at what was it 11 Add, you should have won 11. Boot, Boots had a, a bold prediction saying Boots, that San Fran is getting sent home first round. Imagine that. Could you imagine the Seahawks go to San Fran? I mean, as I'm going to say this right now, any team that's not San Fran should be rooting for Seattle. Oh, yeah. Like, we're, I granted, we need to first beat Tampa, but I'm I'm rooting for Seattle. Sorry, Nate Dog, but... I'm going for <laughs> I'm going for Seattle this week. That's to, a compliment. To, yeah, San Fran's scary. They're they're the scary team in in the NFC right now. Yeah, um, got the best defense in the league right now, fellas. Okay, guys. Before we go to score predictions and bold predictions, that ants won't be partaking. I'm in. not partaking in. Yeah, that you're not partaking in. So maybe you can run the show. I'll run uh, it. But before we do that, Barry. Yes. Um, we had an ending here to our. Our first inaugural Can Fan Fantasy Football League. Oh yeah! Oh right. Where bandwagon boys were playing the can. Uh, um, 
What was it? You I, were just ca- uh, Cowboys, 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 So it ended with us having um, like 0.4 less than me or something. 0.4 less or, 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 or something a point like less, that. something close. But we had uh, Josh Allen on the bench and Allen had, uh, uh, sorry, Ant had uh, the kicker, the for, kicker for, for the Bengals. <laughs> it ended because of that. So mm. technically on the app, Anth has won the championship. Well, I mean, I have the most points now. <laughs> where I'm, where I'm stuck is I'm, I'm You're the kind of in the commissioner position, and so my what I would have done outside of the as I would have said those two players we take the points from week eighteen, and that's what that's that's the the season. However, I also am a play it where play it where it lies type of guy. So I kind of want to throw to you, how how do you think for someone who the didn't make the championship end? game? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, first off, I I just want to say this before I even get to the the resolution of this conundrum here is that this this league is rigged. The fact that the Cowboys <laughs> that, that that can fan boys and Ant are in the finals, <laughs> rigged, rigged, completely rigged. You know, so so now going going into next season, I'm going to have to think about being in this corrupt league. That's one. Um, Two Canadian corruptors. Two. <laughs> <laughs> two. If I were you, AJ, I would Vince McMahon this shit and just and just awarded a tie. <laughs> It'd be co-winners, co-winners. I'm okay with that of the league. Co-winners of the league. We're calling a draw. We're calling it a draw. Yeah. This is a co-draw. This is call a, a co-win. <laughs> we have two champions. We have the Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys can't fan Anth and the Bandwagon Boys. I would, I would have it. No, I would have it no other way than all three of you guys are just winners. You I'm saying so, it like that. I'm so glad we like rigged that. this thing. You know what? <laughs> we even rigged it to tie. Yeah. You, know think, you know what I think we're gonna do? We'll we'll just uh, we're gonna take anything that we would have put into this and and just save it. And uh, eventually, when we have that can fan barbecue with everyone and and right. live chat and every and whenever it might be in the next say. One month to five years, <laughs> uh, it'll just go towards that. But yep. anyway, I think I think next year, next year we're, we're we should have a fun stipulation for you know who wins and who loses, who has the worst record and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. yeah, we, yeah can, we, can, we can spice it up a bit. We already spice did, it up. we already did the loser of the league's not allowed in the league next year. <laughs> I think they just I basically I think one team kind of quit halfway through the season anyways. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. Out. you you'll always find somebody that does that. Yeah, we're gonna have a well we will probably have a, an opening at least or two perhaps uh well or well, we more, might so. just re- i might just do it again like obviously barry's gonna be in it but i and then like but like the guys that we kind of deal well, with quite a bit but then i'm gonna just do it well, we can always expand it too well, to we, well, what we should do because i hope we continue to do it every single year is we kind of make it like the uh uh, European football, where there's a Premier League and <laughs> a Champions League and stuff. So and you have to win, a relegation. You have to win to get up. So the bottom, win, the, yeah, the, the, the bottom two drop and the top, top two, two come that up. That would be funny. I like that. Because I yeah. think we could probably easily oh, get 20 to 24 people that will want Well, we got lots of time to talk about that. Let's get into the score predictions and these bold predictions. Starting with, I'm going to go with Adam. Okay. So I Adam, can you come in front was it was it Boner? Uh, was it Boner? Was Boner one of them? Uh so my score prediction for the game is gonna be twenty seven twenty one Cowboys. Nice. Okay, I like that. I like that. That's a very that's a good game. There's a lot of pressure on me. That's a very Barry Grant Jr. score prediction. 
I kept it. I didn't go into the 30s. I kept it. I kept it 27, 20. Very, has, very, very solid, man. This has very, to be very even. One of the first times even. I, I like didn't it. go 40 or 50. And yeah. And okay. I'll, I'll, my, my bold prediction ties into my score prediction. So I'll wait. No, okay. shoot. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Okay, Just I'll double down. Up until the fourth quarter. The Bucks are only going to have six points. Wow, that's your bold prediction. I like it, very specific. But okay. so, so for that to happen, for your score prediction to happen, then they'll have to they'll have had to miss either got a touchdown and missed a field or missed the point after or have two field goals. Yeah, I don't listen to logistics when I'm making just, my bold <laughs> predictions. Okay? You go, you go from the heart. I like it. Exactly. I didn't think about all that stuff. I'm just going. I didn't with think about numbers. that bullshit. What if they got? What I didn't if think they, about that bullshit? It, it it doesn't tie in at all. It yeah, t- it can. It still can. You can still get 21 if you have six. No. Yeah, you just have to have one two-point conversion. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, There we right, go, okay. bitch. Okay. And when wow. Tom Brady's coming in and he's trying to slang and bang at the end in that fourth quarter, that's when he's going to get those two points. It actually does make sense because that means it would be 21-21. They would have somehow – the Cowboys would have been up 21-6. The Bucks would come back. They would get a touchdown. They would be conservative and kick the point after. <gasps> what happened? Then they would score what the next touchdown, have to go for two, get it. And then the Cowboys would win in overtime. They wouldn't have to kick a point after, and they would have twenty-seven. Sorry, I was just yeah. pre. Wow, I was just pre-cogging. Add, maybe add just. Did he just? If you precog this, I'm gonna be weirded out. <laughs> I can't come over anymore. What happened? Yeah, we can't be. I can't be your brother anymore. What happened? Who's fighting? Who's on? All right, oh, Barry Grant. Barry. Oh, Barry's here. Hey, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Grant, what is your score prediction and your bold prediction for the playoff game this Monday night? You know, uh, I've been talking to Bryson all week, and shouts to Bryson. Shout out on the podcast, carving Please it up. To that, Very that, bright that young, young guy man knows his stuff. Um, I was really down on the Cowboys, you know, this whole week, but today I've, I'm I'm kind of kind of feel a little better. Um, I'm gonna go twenty three seventeen Dallas. Another low scoring one, defensive matchup. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I like that he, Dallas. I like that he picked Dallas. Yeah. And what about that boldy? Do you got a bold? Bold prediction. Man. Oh. Shane Mc Shane O'Mac off the uh Jumbotron. <laughs> <laughs> bold prediction. I have T. Y. Hilton, five catches and a touchdown. Nice. Oh, I like I would that. love I would love that. Get T. Y. going. I mean, it's the time. He's been with the team long enough now. It's time to start producing. It's t- time yeah. to be that second, that number <clears throat> yeah. two. Um, I'm going to go just with your standard issue, 28-24, Cowboys. Okay. <laughs> What's standard issue about that? <laughs> like, like, it just seems like a real standard standard score. AJ simmed the game a thousand times, yeah. and that's the score you that was most know. You don't, score that you, normally comes you, up with. You don't sim Madden as much as me. He, 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 do, he does the uh, scene with um, Doctor Strange at the end of that one of Avengers. He's like, I ran the simulation 998 million times. There is only one thing to do. Right. 28-24. <laughs> and, and he, put, he puts up the... and um my boldy is gonna be lv comes back oh god and gets either a sack or or four or more tackles for a loss four tackles for a loss yeah he's coming hard (laughs) he's coming hard (laughs) he's coming hard i like that we didn't go too crazy with the bold predictions i like that they're all realistic hey, 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 hey listen there's no we here. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you guys all went pretty realistic with the bold predictions because I don't think we've hit a bold prediction all year. 
Actually, that's not true. I, I will take that back. There is a Wii. Even people who are on the IR list, uh, they, they still get a Super Bowl ring. So you can still Facts. partake in this. Perfect. I'm not, the reason I'm not, the reason I'm not, I'm always the most bravado and yelling shit out. I'm, I'm just not doing it this time. Okay. And if, and, and guess what? You have to keep the trend. Exactly. So, so, you know, you know, and you got to keep this, if they continue to ride this wave, that's it. No fucking that's problem. It. No fucking no gambling, <laughs> no score predicting, no nothing. Well, you can't, you can't stop me from gambling. Oh. <laughs> does he have a problem? Does, does he have a problem? All right. Well, I mean, that was, a, I thought that was a pretty good show, boys. We've talked a lot about the Cowboys, the Tampa Bay, massive playoff game coming up this Monday night. I, like Zer. I, like I said, I am nervous. Uh, we're probably going to, what are we going to kick it off guys? An hour before? Uh, I mean, yeah, it'd be it's nice to do. I'll, I'll try. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we can try. No, no, we. There's no we trying yes. there. You tell your, you tell your employer. To, guess what? I don't have to tell anybody. Exactly. So Woo! then, what do you? So by saying you trying, you're I'm just li- you're just lying to Alex and I and Barry. You just lied to Barry. Grad, Barry. You just lied to Barry Grad Junior. Barry, Barry, don't would, lie to me. I would never lie. All right, we're gonna try to be live an hour before the game on Monday night. <laughs> oh, I thought, all this bullshit about try, and then all of a sudden you start to say we'll try to be. No, well, I'll be will. here. I will hey, be here. Hey. We'll be an hour. Okay. An hour there before a game. What time's the Period, game? Period, motherfucker. Game's at, I think, 5, Not 5, Mandy, 15. I like it. 5, I like p- it. 5 p.m. PST, 8 p.m. or 8.15 uh, p- or EST. Oh, aren't I, you glad you're on the West Coast? Yeah, I'm so glad I'm on the West Coast. <laughs> All right, nice. Barry, we appreciate having anything you give. Give a shout out to yourself because I kind of fucked ads intro for. Oh, so Barry. Any, <laughs> anywhere that you completely botched it, I sir. botched it. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, you know, you can follow the show um, on YouTube. Uh, I, I'm on uh, all streaming platforms, All Even Podcast with Barry Grant Jr. I'm on Instagram at All Even Podcast, Twitter at All Even Podcast. Um, yeah, you know, I I have some decent content. Oh, great oh, content. You wanna, hey, and the yeah, grid, have the grid baby. You laugh oh, and, and the grid network, you know, baby. And the grid network. Shouts to everybody on the grid network. Shouts to Patrick. Shouts to Ryan Flowers. Shouts to you guys. Shouts to Bryson. Shouts to Alfred. You know, we're we're, we're definitely growing. We got a we got a lot of stuff planned for this year. Um, a lot of new content coming. Yep. And if you're not you're not down with the grid if you're not down with cowboys can fan if you're not down with the all even podcast you are a dummy yeah so yeah just make sure make sure that y'all lock in man (laughs) all right for the bandwagon boys over there and ants best over here we out son i don't think we've ever made it this long to this song before deep cuts deep cuts (laughs)